0: It's your week, your sports, the new Clarksville Now podcast. I'm John Glass, along with Jeff Matthews and Christian Brown. It's your week, your sports. John Glass here, back at it, another week in the booth, talking sports, college, high school, national, and whatever else we can think of. Maybe you name it. A little- Taylor Swift, <gasps> Travis uh, Kelsey, uh, oh, little romance in the air. Just watch your mouth, man. There are children watching national uh, television. Whoa.
1: <laughs> Got deep real
0: quick. Watch your mouth. We'll get into that later. Zero to and, 99. <laughs> uh, probably not going to be the be- best uh, podcast for Swifty fans, but...
1: We'll us. get into it. We'll talk about it. I'm Christian Brown, by the way. Christian Brown, Jeff, Matthews. Jeff Matthews. Hi. Uh, yeah, Welcome. we are back
0: in the your studio. Week, your, <laughs> uh, your week, your sports. Another week. Let's get into it. A lot of action going on in the high school world. Is Rossview the best team on the planet? As of right now, they're in the running for
2: best team in Montgomery County. Could they beat the Chicago Bears?
1: <sighs> I think <laughs> a lot of different teams could beat the Chicago Bears. <laughs> I don't know I'm at the joking, high school level. A But college, (laughs) I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. Georgia could probably beat the Bears. The Bears are... This is always this is an interesting this is, this, argument. Yeah, well, these let's, are always,
0: let's hold off on this. This is a good we're going to mark this down for a segment in our national news. <laughs> Who can beat the Chicago Bears? I like this idea. <laughs> and I
2: we'll like do it. this every week. might be
0: Hey, yeah, we'll do this every, all, every week, week until the Bears can win. Yeah, I like this idea. Which
1: they have a favorable matchup this week against Denver. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, look, that's that's no, two, I mean, two great teams. If Russ starts cooking, if Russ starts cooking. Let, let's cookin'. save it. Let's Russ say, ain't cooking.
2: He actually I think got put out of the kitchen. I think he was told not to be there.
1: Yeah, I think that's what's going points on. given up by the Broncos defense too, which you can't do much about that for sure. That's just scary. We got yeah. a lo- we had a lot to talk yeah, about. We got a, lot, a lot, lot to talk
0: about. Let's get into it. Like I was saying earlier, Ross Rossview, insane. uh Let me pull up the stats. They just had another shutout, their fourth shutout in a row after losing their first two. uh two. Let's go back in our group chat.
1: And it, you know the thing about it is too, we're not talking like this was a very competitive. Kirkwood football team yeah. who's put up points and since their program had begun. They've, the gun week they've one. played
2: very great ball. Yeah. Kirkwood is I mean, I don't think even I don't think Rossview went into the game, um, you know, thinking lightly of Kirkwood. Yeah. Um I just, think Rossview is just that good right now. I think they are. They have a strong quarterback out of Reed Bryant, and then you look to your receiver, you have um Brody Prairie, who is all over the field. I mean, slot receiver out wide, and then you also have the tight end, who is also our one of our Clarksville now Player of the Weeks this year, uh, Colin Michael, tight end, who has just been phenomenal. Another yeah. player that Rossview has really just been able to put anywhere on that offensive line, and incredible, and he can do well and he can produce
1: results. You know, it was it was a, still a win for Kirkwood in the end because Titans selected them to be their game of the week yes. in Middle Tennessee. That was huge. Yeah, and part of that, they got a $1000 grant from the Titans to build up their football pra- program even more so.
0: Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, but uh what's even more awesome is my Rossview Hawks in the last four games uh all shutouts 133 to nothing. Yeah.
1: That's that's actually That's insane. huge it's huge. And the only two teams that they lost to
0: are Wilson Central
1: and Logan County. Which again, those I, are good losses. You're getting up you in, have one.
0: You're getting up in
2: 5A when you start talking about yeah. Wilson Central and teams over a little bit east of Nashville. Um and you know it's weird because you say that and then thinking back on this, uh the only other time that I remember seeing something like this was Mount Juliet. Mount Juliet, I wanna, I want to say it was like the first year I was out of out of high school. Um they went on a tear. I think the first like five games of their season they had shutouts Man. the whole entire time and they had, I think they almost got to like two hundred to zero points. And I was like, that's just
0: What's the record? Is there, there's gotta be a record for like oh, well, you mean, you most shutouts think. in a
1: season.
2: Most shutouts in a row or like yeah. most most or like largest difference in point
0: differential well, in a row.
1: If we look at that though, Clark's so high in the right. first couple weeks of the season probably was even more superior in right? yeah.
0: but like giving up dude, no points in four I, I games, know, I know. and it's, like in high school too, because that's got to be that's got to be very difficult to do because mistakes get made in high school football all yeah. the time. It's not like
1: your depth is crazy. That mistakes great. get
0: made in professional football yeah. all the time. It's I hard mean, to
1: get a out in any any form any,
2: anything where anything that's going on in football. If your defense is holding the line that well um, for four straight games. You have something special going on.
1: It gets me pumped because I, yeah. I I prefer defense over offense all day. I love watching and, a good defensive showdown. And
2: one thing that's also really cool is they did it at the perfect time. Yeah. I mean, middle of the season. We're, actually, I think this week we're starting or we'll be like second week into the back half
1: yeah. of high school yeah. football. Right.
2: So Rossview choosing a perfect time for them to start really putting things together because they are about to waltz into one of those top three spots to go to the playoffs and get great seating because Clarksville High School is also going to be high up in this running. And I think it's, honestly, at this point, it's very... Strong going to be Clarksville High versus Rossview
0: to take that number one seed out of uh, Region Six uh, A. Well, and it's not just on the defensive side of the football. Over the last four games, they've scored an average of thirty three and a quarter points. Over the last three games, they're averaging forty one points a game over the last three.
1: Yeah, that's, and, yeah their yeah, offense is rolling. The
0: skewer there was on the the first of September when they played West Creek. It was ten nothing. They won.
1: Now, just point out this real quick, Michael Hood, who's the Clarksville or the Rossview High head coach. His player of the week recommendation was. The Antoine Young Jr. thirty three carries, hundred eighty yards and two touchdowns. Wow! So hundred and eighty yards. You know what's so the crazy thing is? That's not even the Any highest receptions? amount. Any that, receptions that, too? I'm not sure. He okay. didn't list it, but that was even the highest amount. We had a Fort Campbell running back who ran for over two hundred yards.
0: My goodness! And a win this past you know, week, you know West Point's looking at him.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, hey, he, he was so the Keyshawn Dixon was player of the week last or last year for us at some point. So he I mean he's definitely the favorite to land that position right now.
2: Yeah. Fort Campbell looking good kind of later in this season. They yeah. started off a little slow. Yeah.
1: And they lost three games straight. They lost three games straight, but it feels One like there's as
2: about to say they're starting to claw their way back. Another another team who's timing on timing perfect right now.
1: And you know the thing about it is Henry Mitchell, who's the head coach for Fort Campbell, pointed out the fact that they were playing teams way above their region. Uh, they were playing opponents that you know again Northwest's six A opponent. Yeah, they came out and beat them by three. I believe is that correct? Yes, I'm yeah. gonna say it was by three. So three points. I mean that's they're playing competitive. I think you know they went on that three game losing streak. It was a tough stretch, but they're playing opponents who are supposed to beat them. Yeah. Now they're going back to their district, and who knows what they can accomplish at this rate? See, they're three and three.
2: We we say it all the time. District play is it, it's. You, you always want to win ball games but your non-district games only matter points wise truly
1: yeah um, building character
2: uh, yeah it really helps you with being able to find some rhythm um but that's not, you know that's not even really what i was trying to go for what what i'm just kind of going with is those non-district games are interesting at, i'm trying to figure out how i want to put it because you go into those games and you try to win them, but when you're going up against higher regions yeah. or higher districts, those become, you know, we talked about a little bit about it a few weeks ago, showcase games, yeah. right? You you kind of go in there, because you have homecoming and you have those types of situations where teams, let's be honest here, are designing those days to win yeah. and are using who we're playing yeah. to do that. No, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, However, Fort Campbell, Rossview, both of these teams starting to time their success really nicely. If they both can start making a fight for that playoff spot, well, actually, they're not even in the same district.
1: No, yeah, no. So Fort Campbell's got a pretty good run, I think. I think they are ranked number one in their district. If if not number one, they're number two for sure. Right. Last time I checked.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I'm looking in Clark's Clarksville High, they are. I think they're just trying to make a name for themselves right now, too. Like just with all the points that they're putting up, two hundred
1: fifty-six well, points on the season. Now, eight straight playoff appearances—that is insane.
0: They're not playing the biggest the competition. They're they're playing a couple of downtown. I'm just trying to talk smack <laughs> about the Wildcats. <laughs> I know you are. But, uh, <laughs> they play, I mean, they have played Kenwood, uh, Dixon County, uh, West Creek, who is two and two. I, I think yeah, they're two and two right now. No,
1: they're uh, not in the district. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, I think in general, no. No? They have played okay. six games.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're two and two in the district. Uh, they played Hopkinsville. They played a Springfield team that is not the same Springfield team that was uh, what state championship team three years ago. Hey,
1: still, you know, it's uh, they're playing good yeah. football. And then well, last Central.
0: year. Last year, Springfield shocked everybody. Yeah, yeah. but they're making just it as far it on. as they the, did. the real, te- the real test will be that game at towards the end of the season, the Warfield it, Shield game. Which this is, is probably going be-
1: to be the one of the most competitive rivalry games we've seen out of them in the past couple years i think the town's biggest rivalry i mean you could debate that everybody has a different opinion you know
2: i think i misunderstood who are we saying is Rossview, clarksville high the warfield shield game it's
1: probably the most it's probably relevant right now yeah Uh, yeah i'll
2: tell you this i think there was a lot of hype around the clarksville high kirkwood game that is going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks i believe that one's on october 6th yeah um, Which
1: is turning kind of into a must win for Kirkwood if they want to keep up with Dixon and that's, County.
2: And that's and not only is it turning into that, but then also now that we've seen Kirkwood and their performance against Rossview. Now, I'm not saying that Kirkwood is bad at all, no, but they're
1: a great team still.
2: Clarksville High and Rossview traditionally have been at the top of the district.
1: Not in football for Rossview Rossview's
0: least. been struggling the last couple of years, but this is one of the first years too that I think that we have this all clerk to the last district yeah. where it's uh, all together, which is... I think, That's
2: the interesting part
0: of it. I think it's great for this because it actually feels like that this whole this whole like town's t- all the town's teams are uh, competing against one another. It's been so jumbled the last like 15-20 years. And we
2: also shouldn't as much as we love the Clarksville teams, we also shouldn't be looking away from the fact that Dixon County also playing some great football Dixon the past County, couple of
0: weeks. 3-3, three three, third place in the district right now, just behind Rossview and Clarksville High, uh, who both have perfect records in the district, so... Uh yeah Ross the district looking like this a little bit wins losses Rossview four and zero in the district Clarksville High three uh, and zero Dix County two and one West Creek two and two Kirkwood two and two and then Kenwood Northwest and Northeast all yet to get a district win uh, or win in general uh, a little bit rough for the Knights uh, the Vikings and the Eagles right now uh, they're still looking well looking to get in that W column yeah North... they East, have to yeah. play each other yeah
2: that's what I'm win. saying yeah it's going to come down pretty soon yeah uh and who's going to be coming up on top on those uh lower seating or lower standings
0: well they've just given up a lot of points too if you look at it like kenwood yeah. you have given up over 200 points yeah. northwest 230 northeast 276 and then the two teams at the top have really separated themselves clarksville's given up 38 points rossview's given up 52 the next closest dixon county at 131 so those are teams that aren't giving up a ton of points are scoring enough points, and it doesn't hurt that Rossview shut out four teams in a row. So
2: Northeast had a tough opponent last week as well. They had Henry County, which yeah. again we're going—I mean, that's again going up to a different district. Yeah. It's a very different region. That's six A. Yeah. So I mean, Eagles have had a tough schedule too. They've had a tough schedule to start things off. However, there have been some mistakes made on the field. Yeah. Um, that I'm sure Sam Lipsy is trying his best to fix. Definitely. head coach for the Eagles.
0: Yeah, and uh, I mean, I guess looking forward, Ross-Hugh-Dixon County, they're playing this week. So oh. that's going to be an interesting one, man.
1: Which, That'll actually be huge. Just for, just for reference, Clarksville High just came off a win against Dixon County as well, and I, I don't think it was too close. Can you you want to check that out real quick, John, yeah. while you have the computer up? I, I believe Clarksville High did win by at least 20-30. 30. Clark, it was
0: 38, 38 to 10, so I mean okay. 28 points. 28 point victory that's solid. Uh, that was yeah, that was on September the 22nd. Who they got next? Let me see who Clarksville has got next. This is going to this could shake up the district a little bit yeah. depending on what happens uh in the Clarksville High game.
1: But I'll tell you what, we're ca- talking about some competitive yeah, showdowns within the city limits. I mean, yeah i mean county.
2: we're talking about four or five teams that are going to be in the running for this thing yeah and what is it we said top three teams go yeah to the playoffs so it's going to get really interesting especially i mean if
0: Rossby takes a loss to dixon county
2: yeah
1: that'll so, be huge
0: so they're playing clarksville's playing northwest this week they should take care of business if they don't i don't know what hey, you never
1: know yeah on any given day especially with coach uh, ronaldo pena's team yeah
0: right Rough start, 0-6, but uh, Clarksville High. I uh, wouldn't mind seeing them in the loss category. And uh, what if it? What if that was the loss? Rossby loses, and then you have... You better
1: hope Knox doesn't listen to this. Then you have, He's going to be like, wow, Joe. Wow. Come at wow. me. Come at me. Um, before, but, we, before we move on from high school stuff yeah. real quick, Uh, so just a shout-out to the Clarksville High golf team. Hey. So uh, they won their district tournament by five shots. Uh the team was led by Parker Elkins. He shot a 6 to 8 on Monday Ooh. at the Golf District tournament and he was the only player to score a t- he was the only player to score under par. Yeah, that's huge actually
2: because yeah. uh, so I played high school golf and I'll tell you this, there's not a lot of us out there that were shooting under par for rounds. So I mean even if you're getting like 1 under, 2 under like that that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the fact that he went four under is insane. Congratulations to him. Huge <laughs> shout out. Clarksville High Golf.
1: And Clarksville now will be doing and writing an article on that shortly after today. Nice.
0: All right. Wrapping things up in the uh high school world, the prep scene. Moving on to uh college. Yeah. Uh Austin P. Austin Austin P go Get Austin P Monaco's getting a win over Stephen uh-huh. F. Austin uh yeah 22 to 20 yeah this was an interesting game for the governors wasn't it
1: it was what yeah. what a comeback
2: great comeback anti-climatic win um and i don't say that the ending be, was
1: beautiful in my opinion
2: <laughs> i don't want to sound ugly but i oh, don't know winning off doing a comeback like that and winning off of a safety where the guy fell down in the end zone oh i wanted to see like a like a Mike like Delillo, a yeah. Give me a Cam Thomas down the field, somebody. Second hey, look, a second touchdown.
0: A win's a win's a win's a wins. Win. It is. It, you're it, right. Uh, it was it was the Javon Jackson show. Let's be honest. It really 26 was. 26 carries for 197 yards, a touchdown. Uh, Delillo doing what he has to do. Didn't throw the ball much. Eight, nope. for, eight for 13, 81 yards, one
1: touchdown, two interceptions. He, the thing is, he didn't need to. Did. Yeah, those St- two interceptions to got clean up a formula. little bit. But if you, if they cannot guard the run. Right. If they can't stop it, why why ever would you go you, away we, from it, you know? We can I mean? actually
2: we can actually talk more about that theory when we get to the national side of things because yeah. you and I had a conversation very similar to that about the Tennessee Titans yeah. and Derrick Henry. And yeah. what they can, what they can be doing, and what they're not doing. But talking about Austin P. football, you also have to give a shout out to the defensive side of things. Two interceptions out of Cedarius Doss, actually earning him Player of the Week for the United Athletic Conference. <laughs> shout out to Cedarius Doss. What a ball hawk! Yeah, freaking awesome for the Governors. Again, you know, you wish you'd see. I don't know. I'm still hung up on the safety. But either way, <laughs> um, Austin P. now moves to
1: two and two on the season. And we we said we could see them winning out in there. They're playing really good football.
2: They are playing. Really, do you have that, the schedule pulled up for me?
1: I do not. But you want me to kind of, if you want to, you want to pull that up, I can break down the stats between. We can, compared-
0: but you know, Stephen F. Austin, you know who, who their uh, quarterback was, right? No. Brian Maurer. Brian Maurer. Tennessee Former Tennessee Vols, Brian Mauer, Mr. Kamikaze himself. The kid oh. has zero regards for his health. Oh, wow. Yeah. He has zero regards for his health through two interceptions. Uh... To DOS. Yeah, rushed yeah. the ball seven times for 37 yards. I, I tell you, when I say he has zero guard for his health, I've seen that kid get more concussions than anybody in my
1: life. Man, that's sad.
0: Uh, that's he, rough. Uh, it's it's pretty crazy, but uh, pulling up the schedule...
1: Well,
2: what, uh, yeah, they have Lindenwood coming up this Saturday
0: okay. in
1: Missouri. What's what's their record? <laughs> Does it show? Uh, I'll pull it up. Two and two. They're, so they're two and two as well. Uh, and this is important to pop up as well, too. So... Awesome P received, I believe, thirty three votes to be ranked in the top twenty five for FCC polls.
2: Yeah, Awesome P getting starting to get a little bit of notice, and I think that really started with that FCA. Tennessee game.
1: Yeah, um, I, I think you're right.
2: Um, at least put them on the radar. Some, yeah, it put them on uh, the voters, you know, radar. They were like, yeah. okay, well, shoot, maybe we should be looking. What Austin P has been doing, and now you have an opportunity because you have Mike Delillo, who's already got offensive player of the week this year, and you also have Cam Thomas, who's gotten special teams player of the year, and like I said already last week, Zedarius Ta- Doss getting offensive or defensive player of the week. Austin P is doing some right things these last couple of weeks, and coming into this week, going up against Lindenwood, this is another one of those matchups where Austin P needs to get this win. Uh-huh. Um, and well, you know, we, we, we talked about winning out. Yeah. That's something that the governors
0: it's are going to have do. to, it is it's so hard to do. Dang hard. Um, I mean, and here's the thing, I'm looking at the FCS top 25 too right now. That it's playoff like, committee, that, that 12, yeah. that 12 line right there. What is It's a 12 team, right? Yeah. Yeah. 12 teams, 12 team playoff line, North Dakota hitting that 12 spot at two and one right now, uh, put up 700, always 704 Wait, Are they doing, are they doing a 12 team or are they doing eight? <laughs> is it eight or 12? I can't. I believe it's double digits. Yeah, I want. I want to say. I thought it was double digits. There's something we feel like we should know. Probably. <laughs> There's so many things I thought were changing. So we're I don't know.
1: embarrassed. Yeah, no. no, we're, we're. What's good.
2: preparation?
1: But here, let me break down the difference between the first two games of the season and the second two, or the third and fourth game for Austin P. So, looking at averages between the first and second week of the season for Austin P., they averaged 59 rushing yards on offense. Uh, 237 passing yards. Total yardage, 296, with total points being scored, averaging around 18. Um, I have defense stats as well, but let's go to the weeks three and four for offensive side of the ball. Uh, They're past two weeks, averaging 199 rushing yards. 199, huge difference. Then also the passing yardage is kind of around the same territory, uh, 261 average. Total, po- t- total yards, 460 uh, yards per game average, then also averaging 42.5 points per game. And their defense, I think the biggest takeaway you have to look at, they were at- giving up around 39.5 points per game through the first two, past two weeks, averaging 11.5 wow. points allowed. That's insane. Yeah. That's you, pretty good. I think, again, you, biggest gaps, total points allowed, and then their yeah. rushing totals.
2: See, Austin P finally getting an opportunity to get the rushing game involved yes. and also using the pass just as a complementary to the rushing game. I think that they did a fantastic job with that. I know Scotty Walden, super pumped up. I did want to take a look real quick and see what Lindenwood's been doing. So last week they lost to Illinois state university. They are two and two on the season. I wanted to make sure we got that right. Uh, Lost to Illinois state, uh, 48 to 17. Oh wow. So Illinois state putting on a clinic out there, uh, against Lindenwood. So next week they will be at, well, it'll be Austin Peague heading out to Missouri, St. Charles, Missouri. They're going to be taking them on. Kickoff is at 1 p.m and you can always check it out on the Governor Sports Network ESPN Clarksville 104.1 Brian Reese will have the call it's powered by Travis Electrical Service
0: Yeah so uh we are all wrong uh it's 24 teams uh as of this year it's 24 teams okay. so it, it it has been 20 in the past uh I don't know I think I we had, I think we, had, it, we had FBS on our mind next year 12 team playoff Right that's what it was uh big big brains on us over here but yeah, no, if that's the case too, Austin P, I I have no doubt that Scotty Walden and the boys are gonna get their way in this year. I mean Central Arkansas sitting at that twenty five spot with at two and two, and then they have Rhode Island, UT Martin, UC Davis, uh Florida A and M. Uh teams I think Austin P could all beat. The, the performance they put up against Tennessee, I don't I don't have any doubt that these are and it's single elimination, a twenty four team single elimination. Wow. That's a lot of games. There's so uh, many games at the end of a season, too.
2: It was kinda wild when Austin P went to uh the playoffs a couple years ago. Yeah. Under Hudspeth. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, we went pretty far in the playoffs. And I'll be mean, honest, that felt like a lot of games. I think we played like four playoff games. Yeah. And we were still like three. I think we went out like three games away from the championship game. So like wow. it's a long playoff s-
1: stretch. Which I I kind of like it, but it, it's hard on the body.
2: It is so hard on the body. It extends the season. I mean, it, it, you're you're basically forcing college students to now play an NFL season.
1: Yeah, you are. Right, um, but again, the format, man. I, I think it gives everybody a good chance. Right.
2: Do you, well, it's huge because you know it's so last, intense, so many games. Last year, last year was such a great example because in college football, we watched Wake Forest find their way. I mean, don't get me wrong, Wake Forest was a good football team, but it's a team you don't normally see
0: in the top four of college football. How many games is that? 24 team playoff, single elimination. So 24 cuts down to 12. That would be your two. 12 to six. That would be your three. Six to three. That would be your four. Uh, three to championship. Yeah. No. I lost. Somebody count. gets a buy. Someone gets a buy in this. Somebody somewhere. has to. Uh, so probably first seed So it, probably five, seed extra, gets five or six by. extra games. Just, yeah. About- That's a lot.
1: Real quick. I just want to bring this up just to see like kind of what. Scotty Walden and the Govs may try to get done. Looks like Illinois State kind of had their way on their rushing and passing game. Yeah. So uh, Lindenwood gave up 200 yards rushing okay. and 318 yards passing. So what you're telling
2: me is <laughs> Javon Jackson <laughs> may
1: have a, may have a game, game
0: again. May
2: have a game.
1: Yeah. All right. Exactly. I well, like that, Austin that
2: front's
0: been killing it too on the defensive side as well. Not oh, giving up a ton. All
2: starts in the trenches. Not, Shout out to the O-line and the D-line.
0: I mean, <laughs> I mean, you look at Stephen F. Austin's dogs, stats, uh, dog. Uh, you look at their, uh, rushing stats last, uh, week, Gerald Wimbley, 15 carries, 57 yards, Anthony Williams, 11 for 37, not much, less than a hundred yards given up by the govs on the ground, uh, forcing them to, uh, throw, throw 38 times. We're, Brian Marrow really only gets 167 yards. I mean, all things relative. I think that's a very stellar performance by the Austin oh, yeah. P defense. Let's clap it up. Good luck next week, boys. Go guys. Yeah. All right. Um, now for the summer, uh, I guess we could talk real quick about Tennessee. Um, I, we're not going to, we don't sure. have, we don't have too much to talk about it. Um, well, take on UTSA. Um, the first play, they have uh, Joe Milton running for an 80-yard touchdown. That was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Until, that actually was really cool. Until he got rolled up on, I think, in the second or third quarter. Um, and then his, his second half was not good at all, which kept him in the game for pretty much the entire time. We did not get to see any Nico. So here's where I'm at. And I've been talking with Christian about this for the last week or so like that. Uh, I can be a negative person. I think you.
1: No. What? You can't, John. I can can be a
0: naked person. Hand up. I admit it. (laughs) Um, So here's where I'm at, too. I think I said this last week. If Joe Milton's not going to get us to a point this year where we're going to be competing for an East, the last time that you can win an East title before we go to the pods next year, um, if we're not going to do that, compete for an East to go to an SEC championship at the very least, at that point, I'd rather see Nico. Imaliava, Imalaliava, whatever is I'm sorry I don't know I'm sorry Uh, I would rather see Nico in there going up against good teams seeing defenses like that and making all the mistakes that he can learn to correct now because he's going to make if if he doesn't start any big games this year or play full games this year he's going to make mistakes next year you look at Hinden Hooker when he came in for Joe Milton after he got hurt uh, in the 2021 season they went eight and eight and four there was a lot of i mean there was a lot of things that they had to fix up now you put him in here now let him get a lot of those mistakes out with the guys that are going to be returning like squirrel white a couple a couple of receivers that backfield you got a really good opportunity to get him some uh some some work in now what year is squirrel i think he's a junior Hmm. he's not I i don't think he's going to the nfl next year I don't think
2: he. Yeah, no, I don't think he can go to the NFL. But I think he's a strong receiver for y'all, for sure.
0: So my my point is too is now we could win out. We could win out. Ooh. I guess it, it, that that that's the only hope I'm holding on for is like you could win out because I don't think a ten and two is going to get you unless Georgia drops three games. They won't. As a, that,
1: that's, that's, that's that won't happen because Tennessee
0: happen. could slip up one more time and it can't be against Georgia. That's like asking Alabama to win this year.
1: I'll tell you what. <laughs> if, if Tennessee slipped
0: if Tennessee slipped up against Alabama and somehow beat Georgia and Neelan,
1: it's very rare that you see a team with two losses enter the college football playoff. Correct. I mean, it's either it, zero or one.
0: Look, and the one was a fluke. Yeah. I, I would almost say I would be okay with if we got to the SEC Championship game and not made the playoff. I think that that trade for Jermaine I don't Joe think Milton, you guys do though. Yeah, you that's what I'm saying. You have to beat you have to beat Georgia in order to do that. Yeah. Now Georgia is not the same Georgia team no. this year at all. No. no, it's not. They still show that they can beat the crap out of you. The SEC is not what it was last like, year. I, I, I think I'm the, the Pac
1: twelve sl- has been the most competitive. I'm not to am not a putting, certain extent.
0: I'm not putting Georgia and Jordan was Jordan Beck or whoever Beck.
1: Yeah, Carson I don't, Beck. I don't I'm don't believe not putting in him. I'm not
0: putting them on fraud yet. A fraud warning yet.
1: I'm on fraud warning for Ohio State, even though they just came off a good win. And it's not, no, uh, Ryan
0: Day, we'll, we'll get to him in a second, but Tennessee.
1: I don't know. Um, I think you need to be... Sw- you see positive? Kentucky's win against Vanderbilt. Blew them out. Blew him out? Still let Vanderbilt put up like, what, 20-something points? That's fine. We had 40. That's fine. <laughs> I almost bet the overall. Actually, I did bet the overall in that game. Oh, that's good. You should have. You um, uh, also just, bet for the hey, Bears. Y- yeah, that's another thing we need to digest again. Real quick, Florida against Kentuckians. I, I don't know if can it's I, Is it this week? It's this week. At 12.
0: Ooh, Kentucky probably win that one. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised, dude. Is Florida, if, if Florida might be sneaky good, I'm not even gonna lie.
1: Yeah, with the quarterback that throws two yards down the field. I mean, Florida hasn't really played too
2: many.
0: You put in disrespect
2: hard competitive on
0: competitive teams. You putting disrespect year. on Graham Mert's name over here, I guess. I mean, a little bit. Who did Florida play? Who
2: did Florida open season with?
0: Utah. Okay, who did they play next? They lost to a backup quarterback and they have not been good. They have not been the same recently. Yeah, Utah. Yeah, that's true. Cameron yeah.
1: Rising, dude. Cameron Rising needs to get back on the field, but yeah, Florida lost I think he's to a, a backup quarterback with Utah, Utah.
0: Well, Tennessee still hasn't had Cooper uh Cooper Mays comeback. He still has not played.
1: I don't know. I I think you're going to be really disappointed that the Vols don't win out.
0: That, well that's <laughs> no, that, that's what I'm saying. That like that's my whole point. Who do yeah. yeah. like, you guys have next week? I already missed. I it. said we have to win out in order to get what I want. Yeah. And if not if not if we're going to go 9 and 3 and lose to Alabama and Georgia at the best,
1: if that's the best. Maybe we need Alabama in in Tuscaloosa. You never know. I'll tell you what. I was surprised that Ole Miss struggled. Didn't spank him? Uh, Yeah. Alabama, their defense, their rushing attack looked good. Uh, The quarterback situation with Monroe, still questionable. Only had four incompletions. The one interception he did have was awful. Yeah. It was a very awful pick, and he has to really take care of the ball if they— want to do something
0: yeah no they're not as good but tennessee this week plays south carolina right? oh. in inside the house that general Needham built uh this
1: may be a big tell so this is see. this is it this, this is, is it. this is
0: it tennessee has to go out there win at any cost
2: yeah so you're ranked right now at 21 i don't know if you've already gone over this
0: but you're ranked right now at 21 they went up i think they actually that, did um which if you yeah. watch that game against ETSa, I'm not. I wasn't. South, South Carolina. That's a good program. South Carolina's is not. No, ranked. not they. They were not. They didn't play any of their starters. Oh, yeah, they were resting for conference play against us. Which again, that's the weirdest thing ever.
1: I respect that.
0: Right, but Tennessee playing against South Carolina after. Actually, I don't. Respect Tennessee play, Tennessee played against South Carolina <laughs> after uh, they <laughs> no completely man, <laughs> derailed Tennessee's season last year. Tennessee was going to go to a college football playoff if yeah. what happened last year didn't happen last year. <laughs> I was going
1: to say Hendon Hooker's injury really just— The
0: game we don't speak of. The game right, we don't
1: speak of. So Tennessee is looking for retribution. Let's and Let's break down the rest of their season, too. So South Carolina win or lost, John? This, is, this is the Joe Milton.
0: Well, his knee right now is a little banged okay, up. Okay, so then you got Nico in. I'm,
1: I'm going to still say Tennessee wins this game. You think since it's win this at game? home? It's at home. Then we have a bye week. Than Texas A and M. Yeah, but
0: so bye week before Texas A and M. Aggies. I think they could beat the Aggies at home.
1: You think? You think they're, they're going to? Aggies ah,
0: are
2: not.
1: They're not that. They're a good. little bit overrated. Might Very be. Overrated. Well,
2: okay. They might be a little overrated, but I feel like Tennessee still, might be a little overrated. Yeah. Bobby. Uh, Bobby. Bobby, good Bobby, good point, Petrino, good point. Bobby Petrino's <laughs>
0: looking for that head coaching job, so I think he's sabotaging the offense. Right now. Yeah,
1: that's what it is. John. Uh, Alabama the next week. I think you guys lose.
0: You think we lose in Alabama? I think Nick Saban can't let y'all
1: win. And I think you lose in Kentucky. Nick Saban's had such a All rough. Here is the thing: Nick that, had thing. such a rough Tennessee's year already. He'll
2: have a he will have a stroke on the fifty yard line <laughs> in Neyland Stadium
0: if the if, Tennessee Vols if win. T- if Tennessee can avoid what happened at Florida, their, their front their defensive front as was not as bad as we thought. If they can do that, J, uh, uh, Milrow can't throw.
1: And that offensive line does struggle. Exactly, that's a, that's a good point to bring up. If they can win in the trenches, they will possibly come. It, again, it's in Alabama though.
0: Tennessee. um... Tennessee taking on South Carolina this week. Got to get the win. Any means necessary. Uh, And then we will know if Joe Milton is capable of doing anything for the rest of the season. Uh, But moving on, let's get into uh, our professional football. I think we're going to reverse things up. I will go first this time. Okay. Uh, Ladies first you Have to uh, a confession to make or something? Uh the Titans, Titans offensive are- <laughs> offensive line. Are is, you denouncing the Titans? He's got no. I don't, think,
1: I don't think. it's just the defensive line. The ball. offensive line. They, they made or yeah, the offensive. line. They ball. are going to get him. Who's out there
0: calling plays? They're going to get him murdered. Now they've played against good, good rushing good rushers recently. Uh, Miles Garrett just had his way with As you. See, Miles Garrett did whatever
2: he wanted. Do you see
0: him like so? Apparently, the defensive coordinator for the Browns like. Jim Shorts. Had, they had miles. Uh, they had uh, Miles Garrett pacing across the li- up and down across the line. That's so a they, really bad so a, look. So a t- well, so a Titans guy, two, had, had, two tight had to follow. Had to follow him each side, and they couldn't get set, so they had to call timeout. Like that's the thing. So you're either subject to the fact that you're going to let him do what he wants.
1: Yeah. Uh I'll just say this: Pittsburgh didn't allow one sack. So against Miles Garrett. Just pointing that out real quick. You can
0: keep going, though, John. I mean, Peter Skronsky out. Uh, I think we had another offensive lineman out. Dylan Radins might what, as well have been what, out.
1: What about the secondary for the Titans?
0: Oh, the secondary has always been crap. I was about to say, you, you guys haven't like had a good corner in two seasons now. Monty Hooker just
1: I don't know what is... Kevin, poor Kevin Bayer just out
0: there on it. I know. Hey, that dude's trying his best. Yeah. Trying his best.
1: I mean, Deshaun Watson looked like... He didn't look like himself still, but I think he looked you, better. Well, you got to get to the quarterback
0: too.
2: You know it's yeah. bad when you start making looking when you start letting the Browns look good.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Without Nick Chubb, without Nick Chubb, I mean you got to think about it though. It's the Browns. They yeah. like the past few weeks we've seen some horrible things. And Deshaun Watson throwing this ball backwards—that was
1: atrocious.
2: I was telling I was telling these doofuses in the <laughs> studio. I, if if that happened in high school, do you not know how quick that person gets benched?
0: Honestly, it probably happens in college they can't too. Do. Yeah. They just guaranteed him two hundred and fifty million dollars. As a, I, I, I know, and guaranteed that's, him.
2: That's the political side of football that I don't even
0: can't even comprehend. It's it, not political. They're going to pay somebody to take him off their show. Like they're going to have to pay one hundred and fifty million dollars to get let him go somewhere. Because I don't, and I. Well, so also,
2: te- did you guys hear? So remember when? Um, remember when? I think it was not uh, this past last week, maybe the week before. Deshaun Watson flung a defender with his finger in the dude's face mask.
1: Oh, Steelers game.
2: Yes, it was the Steelers game. Thank you. We were talking during that game. Yeah. I think I texted you guys and I was like, he's going to get fined for that. It for is. sure. Right and after he, he did get oh. fined for it. And he also got fined How much? for three other infractions. I don't remember the price tag on them. I believe it was around it, like, it was probably upwards of
1: 20. All of his fines were Here, less. This than goes Here's
2: the thing in his contract the Browns could actually release him with no guaranteed money if he breaks on-field playing um,
1: rules. Wow.
2: So, like, if he hits a certain number of infractions, they can release him with no guaranteed money.
1: It's like suspending a player when they have too many technical fouls. Yeah. Yeah. So now that he's, this this now now that he's now to be such
2: a high thing. Like, uh, now that he's already at three... Which is is it any penalty, or is it just... It's like, I think it's any fine. Like, if you get fined or you break any con- or player conduct rules Ooh, on the field. We'll look Touching into this and check back yeah. next week. Yeah, this yeah, that, that was one goal. of them. And flinging him with the face mask. And that Another was face two, mask.
0: And it was probably the other face mask. I, I think it's got to be so astronomical. Like, he knows he'll never have to hit it. But here's the or thing. The, or referees are going to just call personal foul. Like, Jimmy Haslam has paid off the referees. But this
2: could be the best reset <laughs> for the Browns It won't ever. Happen. Well, will we'll, let's do some research. Let's do some research. Do you, I mean, I'm just saying if it is a real thing, which I mean, where did you I see have, this?
1: It was on Twitter.
2: Bleacher Report? No, it was not Bleacher Report. I don't remember the I exact like account Report. it was, but
0: it was a reporter. Athlon Sports. No.
1: Uh, I just want to point out all of his fines were less than Jalen Warrens, who got called for a head to helmet, a helmet to helmet collision. Poor when Jimmy he G tried to protect himself. Yeah, um, he got fined his entire paycheck.
2: Yeah, I did game see a, yeah, his whole entire week $46,000. That's
1: it. 44
0: I think is what it was.
1: 46000 yeah. dollars He's a, he's he was a undrafted free, yeah, free, yeah, free agent. Oh, okay. Like, dude, so
0: he's probably making like the uh, Brock, minimum. Brock Purdy money.
1: Yeah, seriously less
0: I think. I saw I saw a funny meme of uh it was Brock it was Brock Purdy. It was the, it was a picture of Harry Potter sitting in his uh bedroom under the staircase and it was like Brock Purdy uh with an apartment in San Francisco on his $900,000 a year salary.
1: I saw that. I'll <laughs> tell you what Incredible. I can't believe how good he looks. Does he? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And that all, I think he's. Is he, or is he just surrounded
0: by so many good players
1: in the system that
0: he is like the Ryan Tannehill?
1: You say that, but Trey Lance was surrounded by those same. He he didn't put up the numbers Brock Purdy has. That's true. Because Trey Lance is a farad. I mean, but same, same thing with Jimmy G. But he actually played good in San Francisco. Jimmy G? Kind of. He did, but at the same time. He he created way too many mistakes, and that's what cost them. That's what cost the Raiders the game against the Steelers. That's what cost. Well, they 49ers. drafted Trey
2: Lance. They'd already I think. Made I want decision. to see Trey Lance and play for Jimmy the Cowboys.
0: Goward.
1: I think. I want. I I think as
2: as a Cowboys fan, twenty four. I'm not saying getting rid of Dak is the answer. I'm not saying that should really even be the thought. I don't it's a good think. Segue. We're th- I don't think we're there yet. Yeah. Um. It's a good segue though. However, I'll say this. I would really like to see what Trey Lance can do. Yeah, me too. I think that Trey Lance hasn't really had an opportunity with a full great system. And there's a lot of weapons on the Cowboys offense right now.
1: Now, I never want to see a player go down, but if, they, oh, no. if Dak I, gets no. hurt, Trey Lance steps up, but plays I mean, great. If Trey the Dallas Lance offense is like on can't the produce
0: yards... Trey Lance is the equivalent to Jordan Love right now for me.
1: Jordan Love's a heck of a player. I'm no, I'm, say. I'm saying
0: Jordan. Jordan Love's a little bit better, but he's like it's like on that same, same level,
1: same type of like. You don't know what they like. Are made if you, of, if, if you of. say
0: Trey Lance, Jordan Love, my brain's like same plane, same tier. Like brought like okay. the Kirk Cousins tier. Whoa! Okay,
1: you can't say that because Kirk Cousins ranked the number the As best a quarterback.
0: War- yeah, he's literally the
2: number one okay, quarterback.
1: Another zero
0: and three. Uh, okay, below, okay <laughs> below. shout
2: out to Kirk Cousins being on a team, putting up numbers. Proud okay, of you, buddy. Okay, below Kirk Cousins, then I don't know. Dad of the NFL, um, <laughs> And
0: Dad but of our hearts. But let's be g- good segue. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Well, the Cowboys. Jeff, hold on, real quick, Jeff. Uh, what was the question that we asked? Uh, I think I asked you this in private, like a week ago. I was like, so Jeff. When yeah, it I was like, when when's it going to happen? had it on the air. When's it going to happen? When is when is we going to find out? that I think the Cowboys.
1: You were... said you were worried a little bit.
0: I mean, I said
2: like I mean it was third game of the season. I said I couldn't late. happen this week. It's
1: I, the, it's I said the the I Cardinals. felt.
2: I think I said I felt confident about the Cardinals, um, even I though they have,
1: played two great games. Even though they played Point two great out. games, yeah. Even though the Giants beat them.
2: Here's the thing. I know the performance. I know the performance was not great by the Dallas Cowboys. I think it was a bad game by them. I don't think they played very well. However, we talked about a complete down Like we thought of an explosion of bad. I said, it's not that yeah. the ending score twenty-eight to sixteen. Again, twelve points. Not great. Not good at all. Definitely have to make some things up here, but not a complete destruction of the Dallas Cowboys. They, In my opinion, they had a chance to come back. They did, and, but Dak and here's threw that the thing: they he did, but he. It's the same thing I've always said for Romo, which makes me hate to say it again, but it also is true. He gave them a shot. Yep. He gave them an opportunity, and do I like the pick? No. Do you take the throw, though? I mean, dude, the, put it up in the air, you give it a chance. If
1: he would have put a little bit more air on it, yeah, kind of a light But pass. just being
2: able to give them a chance. Tony Romo is the best fourth quarter comeback In NFL history. Well, maybe not in NFL history, but definitely in Dallas history, and I think he's one of the best in NFL history. Big Ben's
1: up there. Um,
2: He has the most comebacks in the fourth quarter for Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott did the same thing that Tony Romo did his whole entire career. Gave them an opportunity, got him down the field, got more points on the board. Things just didn't work out. Things went in the Arizona Cardinals' favor. They also played a heck of a game. Dak threw one interception, his first interception of the year, and he's going to get ripped if he ends up throwing 10 this year because of that, <laughs> because of that press conference. Yeah. And that's the only thing I've been thinking about for most of this year for Dak Prescott. But I'm just saying,
1: yeah.
2: it was overall an interesting game. No, it was not a coll- like a collapse.
1: So I have a question. Since you've seen Kellen Moore succeed so mightily with the Chargers offense, does it feel like you guys made the wrong decision in letting him go? No. Even though Mike McCarthy no. just gave only scored sixteen points no. that like, offense,
2: no, because with the offense, I mean, okay, so Dallas Cowboys right now with Mike McCarthy calling plays along with I think Dak Prescott, I think they're both are handling that whole situation. Yeah, um,
1: what do you want from your franchise? Oh yeah, Perfect. of course. Um, I'm jealous. I wish Kenny would he right. up he plays complimentary
2: football even when he's down.
1: They're running, points, they're
2: running they're yeah. running some great plays that's to get everybody so involved. I mean, Brandon Cooks gets some looks, CD Lambs getting looks. Uh Deuce Vaughn yeah. is getting looks. So we also um Tony Pollard Tony Pollard game. is getting looks. We have so we have all these weapons that are getting down the field, getting the ball and getting opportunities. We didn't see that with Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore stuck with throwing the ball in bad situations, not utilizing a run game that we had locked. I mean, we had Ezekiel Elliott, who, in my opinion, is still one of the better running backs in this league. He just hasn't produced much in the last couple of years. Um, And then on top of that, we had Tony Pollard in that secondary position for running back. We had such a strong rushing court, and we just didn't use it. Um, So, No. I'm not. I'm not mad that Kellen Moore is not with the Cowboys anymore.
1: You may happy? Cha- do you think you'll change your mind later in the year? Maybe
2: it's possible. It, de- it definitely depends on if uh, Dak Prescott's going to be able to start figuring out how to move the ball in the red zone. That was his. Even he said yeah. it, and that's been his story for this whole week. That's and my uh, point. Yeah, is like he t- he said himself. I have to do better in the red zone. Like that starts with me. I have to be able to facilitate things more, and that is a direct. That's a direct talk of the interception that happened. That was the um, most
0: blaring thing, in my opinion. Yeah, they could not score in the red zone to yeah. save their life. And the other thing, what's too, weird is I've seen so many teams do that this year. Not necessarily no, just NFL yeah.
2: football, but I mean, I'm talking high school and college ball. Yeah. You De- and I think what it is killing it. Here's what I think it is: NFL, well, offenses in general, rushing is pretty big, right? Yeah. I think there's such a comfortability with some of these teams to spread out. On uh, in the midfield, they're not... Uh, and then they get in the red zone, and they I think they just feel claustrophobic, and they don't really know...
1: Back against the wall. Yeah,
2: and you have those short pass plays, and they feel so compressed. And th- that I feel they- like he
1: didn't
0: know what he was going to do, because, like... And this is not just the Cowboys doing this. When you are down... What was it like? They were down, like, 18 points at one yeah. point, or something like that. When you are down 18 points, and there's 12 minutes left, or 11 minutes left, I'm sorry, but you cannot... You cannot play complimentary football, Mike McCarthy or Mike McDaniel or whoever thinks
1: that Josh McDaniels. Yeah, that's what I meant. Josh,
0: Josh McDaniels. Mike McDaniels did excellent this week. Um, I'd say so. But no, you can't play complimentary football. I'm sorry. You can't establish the run anymore. Like it's out the window. You gotta start playing tempo. You gotta be able to go. You can't let the play clock get down to four seconds or almost get a delay a game when you're doing this, and you're still trying to run the football. Guys, you're down two touchdowns and a field goal. You gotta go. I don't get it, man. Like it, it feels like an arrogance thing to me. Me. it's like these coaches are like oh we know better oh we know what we're gonna do oh we need we we gotta establish some, we gotta switch it up whatever no beat them in the air or you're not gonna win it's pretty simple like that because they're gonna be able to stop your run the clock's gonna continue to run and these guys won't use timeouts to save their life because they all gotta save them for the uh the three stops that they're gonna get if they have to get it well here's the thing we saw that in the uh we saw that in the pittsburgh game against the uh raiders that's it's almost a stupid thing. You kick the field goal, that was, instead of going for yo, the touchdown, that, that decided the, the game. That was the wild. Did, did the same thing week well, one. You it's know, true.
1: you know what the thing is too. You know, Josh McDaniels basically bet against Kenny Pickett on that offense, and for us to fight for that first down after uh, treacherous first two weeks of the season, treacherous. That offense has been pathetic. Yeah, they really picked it up. They closed out the game.
0: But do you know who doesn't do this kind of crap? Kansas City Chiefs. Andy Reid, give him, give him 30 seconds, he'll get down and get you a touchdown. They can play tempo. Yeah. Why can't anybody in the NFL play tempo? Match and you it. have every college team being able to run tempo, no plays, do this. Well, Why can you not do Like, I don't get it. Do you not have the package? Are they so ingrained to do, to have to? They're still in the huddle. Like, the Cowboys were in the huddle with five minutes left to go down a touch, like a touchdown and a field goal or two touchdowns or something
1: like that. They're still trying to huddle up. It's still, again, the level is completely different comparing NFL and college. Those defensive players. You st- Mahomes can do it. The, but it's it, that is not fair to compare other teams. I think to, it is
0: though. It's not. Josh Allen, can do, Josh Allen
1: can do. it. The, we're talking about two of the best college or the franchise quarterbacks in the NFL. Though. But they were both in systems. Like I've, my point is, is like you should be able. Everybody yeah, can I run agree. a two minute
0: offense. Everyone can run a two minute offense. You should be able to run a two minute offense for ten minutes. Yeah, that's my
1: point. I, I understand, but it same infuriates
0: time. me to no end that y'all are so arrogant that you think that you can thread the needle. And Vrabel did it, like I said, Vrabel did it week one when he kicked that field goal down five. uh, Down five to try to get the stop, and you don't get the stop. Banking on somebody else to fail, you're choosing not to win. Oh,
2: I hate, I absolutely hate when teams are throwing up ginormous passes in the hopes that they get the defensive P.I. call. Right, yeah. And then they're just like, sweet, just... Mark it at the spot of the foul, and we'll get a 40, 45-yard yeah, college, boost. College
0: doesn't do spot of the foul.
2: NFL uh,
1: does. Yeah. Just want to point this out one last thing for the Cowboys. I
2: college it, does the same thing. I mean, they, but it's... It's
0: 15 this, yards. What is it? Yeah, that's right.
1: It's who's the backup running back? Not Deuce Vaughn, but who's the backup running back for the Cowboys? He looks like he could be a starter in this league. I'll tell you what. A mean, lot of people who look like they would be
0: starters. I like I, hey, this he, he on
1: is I think I prefer this guy. He's a really? bulldozer. And he's at, he's elusive. He he had like a 5-yard loss then he turned into like a 10-yard gain something. Rico Daddo, that's Rico right. Rico Daddo. I
2: didn't know if he Daddle. had the second or not. He, yeah, he, he's looked great. He had a couple of good plays uh that I was game. Impressed. I think they put him on a sl- uh, not a slant. They put him on a um um oh my gosh. Screen, thank you. Yeah, put him on a screen on one play, and he got like 15 20 yards on He's it. It looked solid. good,
0: solid. I was like, back okay, room. this is a
2: nice little addition for the Cowboys. I have never, I really haven't paid too much attention to yeah. him previously. I think all my attention's really been on Pollard and Deuce and watching Dak yeah. do whatever Dak He's is doing. doing. I don't, all
1: right, I want to take over. I gotta, yeah. I gotta get it out. Kenny Pickett, oh, all right, going so he builds your- up an early lead, yeah. I think it was twenty-three to seven. Raiders score a touchdown after a pa- roughing the passer penalty on Minka Fitzpatrick, which yep. was not there. But I want to point out this: Kenny Pickett leads the NFL in the longest pass of the season and the second longest pass this season. Back to back. How
0: long was that pass? Well, is it, I think is it was it, seventy-nine is it passed yards through wow. the air? Is it through the air or? Is I'm it talking
1: just the whole yards thing in general. Yeah, the whole just yards in lead. general. So yeah. it, just yards. It probably beat
0: that Jalen Hyatt pass.
1: Uh, it was um,
2: seventy-nine yards. He think I think he threw it.
1: He threw 50. it. Yeah. He
2: threw it 50 it, it was
1: spot on, and John pointed that out too. I was like, you know, that is an underrated throw. And, you know, George Pickens last week, 75-yard touchdown. So, he, they're cleaning it up. Matt Canada, I'm just not sure about his play calling still. Yeah. I just want to point out that T.J. Watt leads. He's on a tear still. T.J. Watt is the only player in NFL history to record six sacks and a defensive touchdown through the th- first three games. Yeah. He's also the only player in NFL history to have six sacks and 12 quarterback hits through three games. Uh, Shout out to Daniel Valentin. Uh, That was his uh, stats that he reported on for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Incredible, tear. Yeah, I
2: I think, you know, you and I were talking pretty heavily about the defensive situation right now we're watching in the NFL because you have, you're a Steelers fan, so you're a big fan of TJ Watt. Me being a Cowboys fan, we have Micah Parsons. Yeah. And that is, think, and I think you and I kind of agree, and John may or may not, I don't know, but these two guys I think are going to be the running for defensive player of the year. Who? Uh, Micah Parsons and TJ Watt.
0: Oh, yeah, no. I mean, defensive end-wise, too, yeah, like, they're just monsters.
2: Now, if Miles Garrett continues to play the way he did,
1: yeah. He'll be, He'll the be up there.
2: He'll be in the conversation. Who else do
1: you think? Darnell Hunter has... I think you're right. F- I think he has five sacks. So he's right behind TJ. I was about DJ, to say, yeah. Which is incredible that anybody's even close, to be honest. You know, I Six sacks.
2: I mentioned it before. We are getting into an era of football that is defensive heavy.
1: Edge rushers. I'm so excited
2: for this to be a full...
1: And like, I think that's one reason you're seeing people really struggling to find out their two-minute offense.
2: That is true. Defenses, I think, are just becoming... I mean, just what I said. They're just becoming better.
1: They're well, becoming you know, stronger. They're team, becoming faster. Exactly. Teams have to defend the pass because right. it's a pass-heavy league.
2: Yeah, and now and now that's going away. Yeah. Right? And it's really going to get interesting because we're starting to see so many rule changes yep. and we're starting to see a lot of this other stuff. Helping the
1: offense. Yeah, yeah it all helps it, the offense. It all, and I, Which is, I, I can't stand that.
2: Is part. it? I mean, are they doing it just for, I mean, do you think those rules are just for ratings. ratings? Yes. I think they are too. Like, I'm kind of like, okay, you did that just so that way more people are going to watch your high-scoring games. It, Thank you to the Dolphins for yeah. uh, proving a point.
1: Player safety, too, to an extent. Yes, because nobody wants to see Mitchell Trubisky take over for Kenny Pickett.
2: Don't get me wrong; that is a real reason.
1: But they ratings use it as is a, the they, big.
2: They use it as the blanket reason, exactly, over the fact that it improves ratings. Exactly.
1: Baseball did the same
2: thing; they juiced the balls. And, and, I, and I,
1: just, I can't stand. Why change the game? Like, yeah, stop trying to change it. Let leave it leave it alone. Let it be. It's. See the, but the problem the is, purest is when you say, forms of anything in the world.
2: Well, when the problem is when you say don't change it. I don't I agree with the fact that like, there's some traditional things you ha- you should keep. The you. problem is is that if you don't change things, the game may never grow.
1: Yeah.
2: And as we have seen, 1970 football looks a lot different than 2023 football, yeah. and that's a good thing because not many people are being hospitalized.
1: Oh yeah. Playing football. Again, player safety it's helped.
2: Right. And don't get me wrong, I mean players still get hurt. It's a contact sport. It's nope. going to be that way. But I mean science and everything else has just taken an insane leap of being able to keep people safe and those rules also keep people safe. Yeah. So it's hard to say not to change things. Yeah. Because because no, it has to grow,
1: but to an a certain extent. But
2: when it comes to like the direct concept Putting too much game. pressure
1: on the quarterback when yeah. you sack him. Yeah. That's like, bogus. To me,
2: that is affecting the nature of the game. Yeah, and it, cr- and it, when it, it created affects... an injury
1: last year. at ACL. Yeah. I forgot who, but he yeah. literally had to change how he was about didn't to he hit change, the quarterback.
2: Didn't he try to change speed yeah. at the same time and move? Yeah. And so, like, his... I think his ACL just game ripped.
1: Yeah. Been there before, buddy. Yeah. I'll tell you what. But I know you guys have been Kind of picking on Kenny Pickett, but let's break down the stats real quick between us, all three of our quarterbacks, okay? Gosh, big he's been, stat for Kenny.
0: Yeah, Here, he's been telling can, me, can he's I put, been can been I put telling a big stat me for
1: Kenny? You want to. Yeah, Kenny.
0: Big congratulations, Kenny, for his first game that he's thrown more than one touchdown pass. Let's clap hey, it
1: off. I'm okay with that. Let's clap it off. I, I honestly you know the not of that because
0: I don't even think Dak Prescott threw a touchdown. Brian
1: Tannehill hasn't thrown more than <laughs> three, two touchdown passes. He has one on the year. Mm-hmm. Where's D Hop? Yeah, where's Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry rushed ten times. You got to be
2: able to get the ball out, and you got to have. Oh yeah, I I mentioned it earlier. I wanted to bring it up. Uh, The Titans aren't
0: using Henry. Well, here's the thing: they refuse to. They're trying to, but then also you got to get creative. Browns put eight in the box. Henry's got two years because they knew Miles Garrett was going to be able to get to Tannehill, regardless of what happened. That offensive line is so bad that they can do both. Usually, it's you put eight in the box that opens up the receiving game. Well, when you have Miles Garrett just hounding somebody and One-on-one, you have two impossible. guys on an island two guys on an island quarterbacks playing back they can just do whatever they want yeah. and it doesn't matter because they you can, still have
1: to feed them more than 10 times
2: you know it, it is the well they get they the got conver- so far
1: behind they had to start throwing too.
2: well the conversation that is that is 100 true that is a fact but the, the conversation i had with him is i was like this is the same thing the dallas cowboys saw with um ezekiel elliott after his breakout year, it was great. The following year, was pretty good as well. The next year, started to see a decline. The next year, I mean, it was basically like we just saw the offense with Kellen Moore just slowly start to decrease the amount of reps that Ezekiel Elliott was getting. Three years after that, fast forward him, he? three years, I don't know, he's been... He's, he's been, been in the league for a while. I was about to say, he's been in the league I think, for a while. I think
0: Henry's better than Zeke was. Well, but, yeah.
2: Yeah, and then literally... Zeke leaves and he goes to a different team because the Cowboys he succeeded this past week and he succeeded this past week. So I don't know if, I mean, if the, if the Tennessee Titans can't get Henry to move and they can't get him reps, it's going to be, a, it's going to start to decline Henry's
0: career. So Henry works in an offense that there is the ability to pass the ball that you have to, you have to protect it against both sides, the running in the passing game, because that open that puts at the most six men in the box not eight men in the box. Cause like, here's the thing. Derek Henry has to get, it's tractor cedo baby. You got to get the tractor going. Like he has to get turning and this and that. It's not tractor cedo season yet. That's about mid October where Henry starts really showing his power. So we still got hope and time. Um, but it's some very of, disappointing. Part of my take was bringing up a stat earlier this week. They're like, after the, the magic number for carries that a running back has, once he hits, he starts to decline 1800 carries. Henry hit his 1,800 carry, I think, this last week. So, be that what something it will. Something to watch. Something to watch.
1: Let me bring up the quarterback situation one more time. Ugh. I need to break it down. Kenny Pickett, 2-1. Not the greatest completion percentage, 59.6. He's 600.
2: also got a bad play caller, yeah, just, just, exactly. just to say.
1: 689 passing yards, four touchdowns, three picks. Okay?
2: That's for Kenny, That's, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: So, now we'll go to Dak. Uh, very good completion percentage, sixty-seven yeah. percent. Uh, yardage he has less than Kenny mm-hmm. at six hundred forty-seven. Three touchdowns, one under Kenny. Then he he's been very much more efficient though. One interception on the year.
2: Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, the Cowboys they didn't they don't throw a whole lot, but they yeah. complete throws that they do throw. Yeah, unless they're trying to go for a defensive pass interference. Yeah,
1: then you got Ryan Tanner, one and two completion percentage same as Kenny, fifty-nine percent. Only 548 yards, one touchdown, three picks.
2: Dang, Tannehill only's got 500 something yards.
1: Yeah, so uh, it's not just the you run have game. D-hop. They can't move the ball. They can't move the ball. You
2: have hop Even I feel like DeHop is going to get frustrated Traylon here soon.
1: Burks. It, it's like you got to oh, find ways. To like, like like I'm it's saying. Him.
0: Like I'm saying that the one game that they had good and you can't honestly
2: with the offensive line being that bad, we shouldn't even be able to say that Tannehill's a bad quarterback. No.
1: Right. He's been he hasn't even That's had. At the same
2: time, I mean, he hasn't been great. Remember, quarterbacks still have to make plays happen. He's made a couple but of bad decisions. That offensive like, line that. has ruined any kind of production that the Titans have been able to do. And how are their address? It's
1: crazy.
0: It's crazy because like, is this a
2: Taylor Lawan thing? Te-
0: it's crazy because like how teams get ahead. There, it's like a, it's a money aspect, it's a salary cap aspect. But the, you look at teams like the the Eagles, like the Eagles five years ago were. Not good. Not great. Not great at all. No.
1: Now look at they're playing Super Bowl last year, and that's their general manager. Man has worked one. They got De- uh, Swift, DeAndre Swift for yeah pennies. pennies. Another Taylor and Swift then duo. Then Jalen Carter falls in the draft. Steel. Nolan Smith drops to 30th overall in the draft. Another Georgia Bulldog. I think it's the tit-
0: I think it's the Titans that are just at this point there and they don't want to do it any sort of rebuild
1: or anything like that. I th- none of these
2: teams want to rebuild unless you're yeah. coached by Pete
0: Carroll.
1: Yeah. And I'll say this, you got to think about trading Derrick Henry if you're going to let him walk. What are
0: you going to get for him?
1: You Some better picks. hope
0: a lot. Some picks. Not
1: like what a a second? Uh, I think a team would give up a second uh, and a fourth.
0: I think a team might give up a first. A first, I could see no. a first. I could, see, yeah, first. I could. You have to find a team that's very desperate for... Running game. Right now, because you're only going to get him for probably two or three more years.
1: you got to think he's still a dang stud. For two or three more years? Because the Dolphins... No, they, dude, their backfield, oh my gosh. They have a rookie. <clears throat> that's right. Ran for yeah, 200 yeah, yards. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, never mind. I forgot, Moser, I forgot the game that they yeah, had. Yeah, Moser, Kane, I was trying to touchdowns
1: for, combined. <laughs> he's,
2: a, he's a rookie. That's why I didn't remember
1: who Christian, it was. I know. And I was like...
0: What did they do last Christian week? But they had this week. a disrespectful Beautiful.
1: game. huh? You picked up arcane this week? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How,
0: how confident are you in that?
1: So he's still considered a backup running back. But at the same time, the amount of carries they split, he actually led the, the team in carries the first half. So he was getting the ball before they were even really blowing him out to the extent of how bad it ended.
0: I have that feeling. That I have a hard time feeling like they're going to move away from Mozart, though. He is older. -hmm.
1: Yeah, you want fresh legs a little bit. He's injury prone. Here's the other thing you have to think about: Jeff Wilson was supposed to start this season for this team. So is he going to jump to third in the third string or second string when he comes back from injury? Jeff Wilson, because he was there. He's he was supposed to be. You got it right.
0: Like it's like next man up type thing. You got
1: it. It's going to be a three down system back. So I think that's the thing that discourages me. But at the same time, I want to keep him just in case. He keeps going off the way he did. 50 points in fantasy.
0: So, yeah, speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of fantasy, uh, I won my game this week. I blew out the number. I'm the number one projected team in the league right
1: now. That's through three games, though, John. The
0: most points.
1: I'm 0-3, so Austin Eckler being absent You're trying. has killed me. Hey,
2: also, just to let you guys know what yeah. I'm kind of a little excited about. Me and Jeff playing this week? That, but Ooh. in in that, ladies and gentlemen, Alvin Kamara makes his return. New help. Orleans Saints are going up against Tampa Bay. I am so excited to see what he does. And on top of they that... Are we going to
1: help Derek Carr, though? Maybe. He's week to week, but Jameis... He's
2: week to week. I think they said that they're doing more tests this
1: week. I think Jameis is on or line, they're doing more tests line today. to start. Standing on yes. the corner, Jameis, Winston, Tampa, Florida. <laughs> man, he, he's a good backup, man. Best, oh, maybe man. best backup in the league. I'd put, it on, I'd put him up there.
2: And then I'm, I'm, I'm dropping T. I'm not dropping T. Higgins, but I'm benching him for sure. I'll trade
1: you for T Higgins right now, would you really yes I would 100%. I might throw in I might throw in Allen. you're going to trade away T Higgins I would
0: take T. yeah I would T. too the way he played the so we'll last talk night.
1: we'll talk about that behind the scenes Jeff so John doesn't try to disrupt our trade talks come on, John, what are you doing over here
0: John's just trying to swoop in. Well, I yeah. bet I bet on T Higgins last uh, the other
1: day I think the bet the <laughs> lock Alvin Kamara scoring a touchdown this week. I think... Yeah. I what, think, is,
0: what is it? Yeah,
1: have you looked at it yet? I have not looked at Let's it. Let's see if... But do I, say, do I
2: dare say two? Anytime two? two? That's, that's scary. I could see it. I can too. You're not with Derek Carr, so you're not really going to be throwing the ball. I guess... I mean, Jameis Winston, he can throw the ball, but I mean, he hasn't really been doing reps with team number one as much as Derek Carr yet. is. So... That'll be an interesting look. I think it might be any any time score two touchdowns,
0: Alvin Kamara. That's my bet. Yeah. I could believe it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's gonna be a fun time. All right, for Christian Brown for Jeff Matthews. I'm John Glass. Peace.